Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Kate and Isaiah Living Large. I'm Isaiah. And I'm Kate. And welcome. Today's episode, we are going to talk about scheduling time around gym and meal prepping and all the fun things that we do to make sure we can at least try and stay on goal. Yep, that is a real challenge and something that takes a lot of effort. Yeah, especially, well, I'm a very social person as well, so I like try and fit everybody into my schedule, which can cause more problems. I hate people. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love people as well, and I and I learned a while ago that I have to kind of not try to schedule everyone in everyone every week, and because it is fun to have some time to just float. <laughs> <laughs> True. It is nice to just be like, oh, I'm just gonna go do this thing. So let's start with scheduling gym. Let's talk about scheduling gym first, because I think that's kind of the hardest and easiest thing at the same time. So I am a person who is very much a creature of habit. And once I've developed a habit, I get kind of thrown off course if that habit changes for whatever reason. So for me, I have a very busy schedule. I work regular Monday to Friday job. Plus I play in four bands and I host trivia and I'm involved in other committees through in the city that my schedule is pretty tight. So there was an easy out for me for a long time. I was like, I don't have time for the gym, but wise people, including my mother have said to me, people who go to the gym, they make time for the gym. So in the past, what worked for me is an early morning gym class. And there was a time where I was going to the gym at six 30 every morning uh, this time there wasn't an early morning class available and I'm very much a person who likes doing a gym class versus working out on my own because I would be a slacker. I'd be like, oh, I was on the elliptical for 15 minutes. That's good enough for today. Or do I really have to go? But if I feel like somebody's waiting on me or depending on me to do something, I will do it. So I have found that I've wedged in a 5 p.m. class at Afterburn. Shout out to Afterburn, where I mm. love, and all my friends that I go to the gym with, it's super fun, um, at Afterburn at 5 p.m. on Tuesdays and Thursdays and Fridays, because Mondays are a stretch because I have something, another commitment, and Wednesdays I have another commitment. Okay. What about you? So I am also semi-creature of habit. I typically try to do my things at the same time or around the same time. I originally tried to do the morning thing. But I am also, I like to stay up late uh, playing video games and things. So that kind of trying to get up at like five o'clock in the morning to go to the gym for six and it just didn't work out for me. So I did it well for the first little bit, but it just couldn't, I couldn't maintain that. I was just so tired all the time. So I switched up. I work, I work out. I only, I do three days a week right now, but I do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I like one, two, three. And I go pretty much right after work. Um, I go to the YMCA. So luckily where I live, it's literally in my backyard. So it's easy to just get up and go. Uh, I usually try and go around like 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock. Um, but I don't go to classes. I don't, I'm not a person who can do classes. I like to put my headphones on and just go hit the gym, 
do the treadmill or whatever. I don't really do treadmill. I do the elliptical and the ergonomic one. I would like the ergonomic machine um, for like, you know, 20 minutes. And then I do weights for like 30 to 45 minutes. So that's how I schedule it in just Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then, you know, Wednesdays and stuff. I do all my like social stuff from like Wednesday on. So do you find that you miss out on a rest day in between gym classes or th- and things like that? Do you find your muscles get sore and that sort of thing? Um, no, I mean, at first I did, but I think just continually doing that, it, it doesn't affect me as much, mainly because I get like four days of rest. Sometimes I'll go and do cardio on Saturdays and Sundays at the gym, like if I have time or feel like doing cardio but yeah I don't feel and how do you how do you design your program like obviously the elliptical or the cardio makes sense that's well not easy to do but easy to plan for but how do you plan your weight routine do you um so the YMCA so starting out with the Y really good was they have this uh, app that is included in your uh membership which is like the wellness app. And it actually has routines built into it, which is really cool. So I was doing those routines. Uh, I am starting a new routine uh, with that. So that's going to be nice. Uh, I found one online that's more weight oriented, more uh, focused on full body weight than what I was doing, which is more about um, stretching and getting limber. Yeah. Okay. Gotta be limber. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta be limber, which was, but it was nice as a starting point just to get myself going and getting back into the gym. So you do, you do classes. So do you, Afterburn, does Afterburn do like, these are the type of classes or is it always the same type of class? Uh, The moves change every day and the coaches change nearly every day. It's on a schedule, but they're like metabolic workouts. So, uh, it can range from, you know, jumping jacks and squats to, you know, push-ups and kinds of fun machines like push like a, a I don't remember what they're called, but you see them in football movies where you push heavy weights on this <laughs> yep. trailer thing and they yell at you. No, they don't yell. They mostly don't yell. <laughs> I don't like it when they yell. No, i just joking. <laughs> I don't like being yelled at. Um, and I tell you for me at the beginning it was my personal goal is to just remain standing for the entire class unless the move called to sit down because I had to use so many modifications on so many different moves because I was in such poor shape physically like my I have uh, my back gives me some trouble and my knees give me some trouble which makes sense when you carry around a lot of weight these are things like if I had listened to people when I was 20, I would have heeded that advice a little bit better because sure enough, you do this. Like a wear and tear on a vehicle, wear and tear on your body is the same thing. When you put a lot more into it, it's going to hurt more. And thankfully, I'm not at a point where it's worn out. <laughs> but if I was continued down the path I was on, it certainly would. It's actually very scary. So yeah, my point is at the beginning, I was like, okay, if I just remain moving, that's going to be better than nothing that I was doing before. But now it's very cute. What's really encouraging for me in a class situation um, is you start to see the same people all the time. And they were 
other than my friend Katie, who comes to the gym with me. Hi, Katie. Um, the, uh, you get to, you met a whole new community of people. And what's cool about Afterburn is that it's like a traditional gym on one side. So, you, and, but it's a very small kind of family oriented gym. So you see the people who were, I tell you, the people working out there are super fit. So at first I was like, who are these people? But there's this one girl who was so friendly. She's like, hi, how are you? And she's so, so fit. <laughs> and, <laughs> and she got to know my name. And every time I come in, she's like, hi, how are you? How's your workout today? And we've had some really nice conversations. And to see that somebody who I will reiterate is so fit. She's throwing weights around like they're nothing. And she's like, I think she's hard as a rock, but is so like inspiring. And then you go into the class and it's a mix and range of people who are really celebrating with you. Like the first time I actually got down and did a push up, still, a, you know, still a girl push up on my knees from, you know, using the wall in previous cases. After that move was done, I heard someone across the room go, Caitlin, I saw you on the floor. I'm so excited for you. <laughs> and that's such a like heartwarming place to be. Uh, conversely, I've gone in and been kind of in a grumpy mood and they've been like, well, you're in the right spot. And like my whole outlook changes. Nice. Nice. Is, so is it more of a CrossFit style workout or? Uh, it's more of like a hit, like high intensity, high intensity interval training or metabolic. So it's a combination of lifting weights and body movement and strength training, as well as cardio all bundled together in, you know, 45 minutes to an hour. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That, that sounds super nice. Yeah. So then they, it's nice and scheduled for you. Like for a person like you, who, like you said, you need to have a schedule You need someone to push you. That's definitely nice. I, yeah, like I said, I can't do that style. At least I don't feel like I can do that style. I like, like I said, like to put my headphones on in my own world and just go and work out and no one bother me. No one talk to me. Just let me, let me do my thing. And so you're a social guy unless you're at the gym. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I am very, that, I think that's the only place I don't like being social is at the gym. I just, I don't want to be bothered while I'm sweating to death. How do you how do you push yourself to increase weights or go a little faster? Uh, I think it's just my mentality. If I start feeling, I just feel like if I feel like the weight isn't heavy enough, that's when I know okay, I need to add weight. Yeah, and that that's just basically how I go. Now I have been looking into doing uh, some coaching on the side, like someone just not necessarily there at the gym with me all the time, but someone to like okay it's time for you to do this type of weight stuff stuff like that and add okay it's time to add more weights uh, so that someone extra to keep me honest and right. going so i have been looking at that um there's one out there that i've been looking at uh if they want to sponsor this i'll, I'll shout out their name but <laughs> i have been looking at one uh specifically that uh, that i just haven't pulled the trigger on that fully yet yeah, no, uh, um, for me, I'm a person who, th I'm a people pleaser by nature, so I'm a person who thrives on people saying, good job, Caitlin, pat on head, not on, not without warrant, I don't want it just all the time, <laughs> but, you know, I like it when somebody tells me I'm doing a good job, yeah. I know that that's something I need in pretty much everything that I do, I need somebody to say, good work, <laughs> which is why I could never be self-employed. <laughs> I think I 
for the most part in my my life I'm like that. But I don't know, for some reason at the gym I just it's almost like I just don't want to be bothered. It's like the one spot. Were you a person who's worked out like when you were young, right into now? Did you play sports and stuff? Yeah, so in high school, like elementary through high school, I was always active, always on the go. I went played football, played rugby. Uh, I worked out when I was in high school because I played football. Uh, I taught swimming lessons, which I've gotten back into lately, which is super fun. Yeah. Uh, I just jumped back into doing a coaching Special Olympics, which is super oh, fun. That's cool. What do you coach? Uh, swimming. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, so that makes sense that you would coach <laughs> swimming in high school and also at the Special Olympics. <laughs> right. so, yeah, no. And so that's what I was... I, so I think that might be also it is that because I all through my high school time, I was a gym person. Yeah. Uh, that me going to the gym is just kind of jump, trying to get back into a routine more than. Do you find that um, you try to do things that you were easily able to do at 18 that you struggle with now in your thirties? Yes. Oh my <laughs> God. Yes. So specifically leg things. My knees are so bad. So whenever you do like leg press, I, when I, after I do a rep, I have to like, or a set, not a rep. <laughs> I have to like stop and like stretch my knee and like I can hear my knee cracking. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I feel that. I uh, I sprained my knee a couple of years ago. Actually, it was pretty, it was sad because it was, I'd worked out a bunch before the pandemic and the pandemic hit in you know, 2020. As we all know, I don't need to tell you when the pandemic started. <laughs> and in June 2020 is when the gyms were opening back up. And I was walking down the street and I, a car was waiting to cross. So I felt the need to, same as I've mentioned before, I always worry about how much space I take up or how I don't, I never want to be in somebody's way. So I, this car was waiting and I tried to rush across a street and I hyperextended my leg and I sprained my knee, which was really kind of what set my fitness journey back of thousand years because you know I started to walk around with a cane and my, my last name's Dean so I thought that was pretty clever that I'd call it Dean Kane but um who uh oh. played Superman in the adventures of Superman so over the adventures of Lois and Clark in the 90s oh so bad <laughs> <laughs> um but uh that really kind of set me on a path of falling off the wagon as it were but because of that I did a bunch of physiotherapy um, and it's largely fine, but every so often I'm like, I'm so afraid of tweaking my knee again. Cause I don't want to stop. Yeah. Yeah. I had tried to go back to the gym like 2018, 2019. And then of course pandemic hit and I was like, done. And really got me, stopped me from going was that they completely closed down the good life in Brunswick square. And I, when I, at that point I lived uptown and so I was like, well, I don't want to go all the way east to go to the gym. <laughs> Why do I want to go and jump on a bus and be all smelly on a bus? Right. Um, now, how about food prep? Like, what do you do to eat right? So I am a terrible person when it comes to food prep. And my wife does my food prep for me uh, a lot of times. Uh, so for the most part, like for breakfast, I typically just do oatmeal or maybe just like an egg and toast uh, or two eggs and toast, I guess. Um, and then for lunch every day for lunch for the last, like almost year now I've done uh, rice and chicken, which is a great substitute for like 
skip the dishes, which I was doing really, really, like during the pandemic, I really hit skip the dishes hard, which is another reason I gained a lot of weight. It was, uh, you know, I think they made a million dollars off of me. <laughs> uh, so I, I hit the skip the dishes really hard. So that, so definitely the rice and chicken has definitely helped with that. Um, and then I'm really, for supper, I'm bad. I don't know what to make. I don't know when to make it. Uh, and I just stare at the fridge for half the time. Um, but I think the biggest kicker for me is I love carbonated beverages like pop. I loved pop, but I've switched to like bubbly and, uh, just recently grabbed some of like the president's choice ones. And I feel like that has also really helped. Uh, gone a long way cutting out just sugary pops and stuff yeah that's huge they uh people who are avid uh, pop drinkers they've said that cutting that one thing out of your diet and by they've i mean i've read this somewhere once <laughs> so don't quote me on the it but days. there was one person who just cut coca-cola out of their diet and they lost like 50 pounds over the course of a year because they drank you know a coke or two a day and that amount of sugar was like a huge contributor of weight. I never have been much of a pop drinker. I'll have the odd pop every now and then, but making that shift for me certainly wouldn't cause me to lose weight. The way I've been handling food prep for the most part is there's a few key things that I learned through the Port City Fitness six-week challenges, which, which of which I've done a couple. And, and that's really the plan, food plan that I followed in the first six weeks of this journey. Um, but the three core principles that I took away from that were one drink, a lot of water, water, <laughs> water is key, absolute key, like two liters a day. And it's one that I was never good at before, but man, that is the change that I've been the most consistent with. And I think it's probably the most worthwhile change and two, eat vegetables with every single meal. So for breakfast, if, and make sure you have protein with every meal. Protein keeps you, and I'm no expert. This is just my own experience. <laughs> I don't want to talk like I'm somebody who has some sort of, I'm not a dietitian. I'm not a nutritionist. This is just the thing that I've have. These are the things that have worked for me in this particular instance, but protein is king. It just key. It keeps me feeling sustained throughout the day. So I'll eat oatmeal and Greek yogurt and a I mean, I do goofy things like eat whole cucumbers on my way to work in the car, um, <laughs> which people make fun of how I eat cucumbers. Why take the time to slice them up? It's a perfectly good vegetable to just gnaw on. Nice, nice. So do you feel find that uh, drinking water uh, has cut back on your feeling of needing to snack? I think actually planning snacks is okay. Um, like a little protein snack of some kind or vegetable mid morning and mid afternoon just keeps everything running smoothly. I find the water has made it so I'm not as hungry overall. Um, in the, especially in the beginning, in the beginning I had to run to the bathroom every five seconds, which was a <laughs> little bit inconvenient better than being incontinent. But, um, <laughs> but once that kind of worked itself out, it really, it's just, such a have I just overall feel better in the days that I don't drink as much water I don't sleep as well I don't feel as good my I don't move as well everything just doesn't work okay. as well it makes sense that like you know most of our body is made of water yeah I, I find my worst is snacking I always especially 
at night sitting and like watching TV or whatever or playing video games, I always want a snack. And so I know I've switched over to at least doing like an oatmeal or something if I feel snacky just to kind of protein it out instead of doing like a, a chips. You know what I find has worked for me? And you can take or leave this advice, Isaiah, <laughs> is I'll make like a dip with a 0% Greek yogurt and just put a bunch of spices spices in it. There's like a really good Greek blend that tastes really good and garlic and stuff. And it's Greek yogurt, so it's high in protein. And then I, I cut up veggie, have cut up veggies. And if I'm feeling like veggies and dip are just not enough for me right now, I'll throw in like a a slice of whole wheat bread or something like okay. that to mix it up. But um, the protein from the dip is quite filling and it makes it feel really snacky because, nice. yeah. but I, I highly recommend that. And even if it's like a, even if you're like, no, I'm eating some damn chips, leave <laughs> me alone. And if you're a chips and dip person, it's, it does supplement that well. And it's kind of about finding things that are better than the alternative and making the best decision in the moment to like, yeah, in a perfect world, we would be perfect all the time and only eat vegetables and lean <laughs> chicken and, and nothing else. And that is important, but you gotta live as well. <laughs> you have to live as well, but yeah. And you don't want to take that too far. Cause I've been known to be like, well, you gotta live. And then six days a week be yeah. not in a good place. <laughs> you gotta keep living. <laughs> That's right. Live in portions. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I've been looking at these uh, chips called Quest chips. I don't know if you've seen them. I've seen the them. Quest protein. I don't know any of you out there uh, if you've tried them. I tried them. They were pretty good. I don't know if I, I keep buying them. They're kind of expensive, but uh, they were pretty good. So I don't know how well they would substitute into my crunchy need, but I've kind of been contemplating switching over those as well. I'm a person that if I'm craving chips... Or if I'm craving a sweet, and I'm much more likely to crave a sweet than chips, I'm very much going to, okay, well, I'll have this fake version, and then I'll have this other fake version, and then I'll have <laughs> this other thing. When if I had just like said, no, have a bowl of chips, Caitlin, be done with it, I'm better off to just, just like, if that's what I'm craving, that's what I'm craving, and there's a reason I'm craving it, so eat it, get back on, and, and get back on the wagon, and one of the things that a lot of people do, and this works for a lot of people, is like a cheat meal once a week. I personally am trying to not refer to food as any kind of reward or yeah. punishment. So the, and I don't want to get all woo-woo about it, but for me, I'm trying not to be, I'm like, no, you fed yourself. This is what you fed yourself today. It's not a cheat or a not cheat. That's that's, your, that's what you ate. That's, that's what fine. you ate. And that's fine. And I'm not going to spend time shaming myself because I had a burger. But at the same time, I'm not going to continue down a downward spiral of, well, I had a burger. It's all over now. Might as well eat half of the Sobeys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, and that's kind of the, like, the key. And, when, and to circle back to meal prepping is, uh, again, thinking about what you're going to enjoy eating more than what you are going to just used to survive because if you're if you circle back and you're just doing if you're scheduling your meal and you're whatever but you're not enjoying the food you eat you're gonna just relapse at some point and it's gonna cause bigger issues on the other end 
I've had a couple of funny things happen while food prepping. One, I live alone. I'm single. Hey, hey, fellas. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll have to do a whole episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and when you're cooking for one person, one is a pain. Two, as I've mentioned before, I'm busy, so I've got a very scheduled life. Three, you end up making a large quantity of something. And yes, I know people freeze things and then pull them out of the freezer. But one of the things that I have done every other week or every three weeks or so is I'll make some slow cooker meal. So I've made a chili, like a veggie chili, and it was delicious. Or I've made a roast beef that's, you know, less sustained for quite some time. And, you know, I've done it up in different ways. But one of the things I made was a cabbage soup. And I do not know what I put in this cabbage soup, <laughs> but it made my mouth numb. And it was tasty. Like it was good tasting soup. There's nothing wrong with the soup, except there's something in it that numbed my mouth. And I've never been allergic to anything to speak of, but I did read that celery, but usually only when raw, uh, some people are allergic to celery in a mild way and it will cause people's mouth to numb. And so I know that celery does that to me, but it wasn't that because it was all cooked in and that's usually not an issue. So I do not for the mm. life of me know what caused the numbness. I might've been a spice <laughs> or what, but, but I'd keep eating, but I had so much of it because I made a whole slow cooker pot. So every day I'd be like, guess it's time to be numb. <laughs> guess it's kind of, and I still have some of it frozen <laughs> in the freezer and I can't bear to take it out. Oh no, no, that's, that's terrible. Yeah. You're just going to have to do it. The freezer, the freezer clean out. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know, but I've had some, I tend to have funny things like that happen to me pretty regularly, but anybody has any good recipes or anything that they want to send to us? Yeah. We'd be willing to, we would definitely be willing to test them out, try them, see how we feel. Be brutally honest. <laughs> yeah. No, not brutal. Uh, brutal. <laughs> no i mean you'll have to give them to your wife obviously since you don't Clearly. cook for yourself Listen, oh my god uh i cook sometimes i'm terrible I, so i like i said i've never been a rice eater before until like last year the reason i started doing the chicken and rice thing was really to like force myself to like rice because i've always wanted to like rice but never liked it i've gotten into rice now and i'll eat it with stuff so that's that's a on the right direction with rice but I cannot cook rice for the life of me. I either, one, burn it, or two, overcook it. And then it's just mush. And then I basically have rice pudding. <laughs> Those are both the same thing, burning it and overcooking it. One time... Well, they're two... Listen, I either burn it on the bottom, or it's just so much liquid that it's, like, over-mushed. I think it's, I, I mean, I'm no, I'm no rice ex expert, but it's supposed to go one cup of water to one cup of rice, right? One to one ratio. Sure. Um, <laughs> That's what they say. And uh, one time years ago, my mom, when I was in high school, my mom asked me to put some rice on with supper. And so I put some rice on and then I laid down on the couch, was watching some Oprah as one did in 1998. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I learned a valuable lesson that day. They can't cook from the living room? Uh, know that when rice overcooks to the point of burning to the bottom, to the point of burning and losing whatever moisture was ever in that pot, it pops like popcorn. I have never gotten to that point. And you get awoken by what sounds like gunshots in your kitchen. 
That sounds terrifying. It was terrifying, jarring to wake up to popping rice. And then I was in so it took me so long to clean that pot. I don't think that pot was ever clean again. No, once like rice gets burnt to the bottom of a pot, it's like almost over for that pot. I was definitely, my mom was definitely not happy with me <laughs> that day. <laughs> well, you can't cook from the living room. At least that's what they say. It seems to work for you. I mean, yeah. It when works you have it, an Andrea. Well, when I have when I have a wife to, that cooks my, for me, yeah, that's always great. Mainly because I am terrible at cooking. I'm I'm terrible at deciding what to cook. To be honest, uh, do you ever plan out like your? No, why would you? Because you have Andrea. One of the <laughs> things that I do that is like all when I'm really on my game, which is not all the time, is I'll like plan what I'm gonna eat for protein. At every supper and most lunches. And then the rest of it kind of falls into place because you can always either grab a salad at the superstore or make some vegetables. Frozen vegetables for me have been lifesavers mm. because it saves all the chopping time, time, time. And it's ready to go. The only thing it's not good for salad. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely scheduling is, is very important. And I think we need to look at more scheduling. Speaking of schedules, I think that might be our time today, Isaiah. I think that might be our time. So, as always, where can people find you on the internet? People can find me on the internet uh, by looking me up on Facebook. That's Caitlin Dean, spelled K-A-T-E-L-I-N. Um, as I pointed out to someone the other day, most of my friends, very good friends, can't <laughs> spell my name. It's fine. I'm not offended by that. Caitlin has a million spellings. So it's at the Caitlin Dean on Twitter at Fat Caitlin on um, TikTok. And yeah, what about you, Isaiah? Uh, and I am at Maritime Bruce on all of the social medias, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, no Snapchat yet. <laughs> and of course, you can always find us on Kate and Isaiah Living Large on Facebook. Maybe we'll have a TikTok at some point. I've been... I don't know. With with every government pulling away from TikTok, I'm getting unsure about my own TikTok page. (laughs) But you can find us on Facebook or YouTube or all of the podcast places and maybe Google someday. (laughs) Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll catch you on the flippity flip. I'll never say that again. I promise. I promise I'll never say that again. With that, we we have to go. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.